biscuits, and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Palabak! Pole pot pie! I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuiteers. Welcome one, welcome all. You got dialed into the Truth Network right here on BGR. That's right, this is Biscuits and Gravy Radio. We got radio smothered and covered. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels. And we are back in the bunker, baby. Back in the bunker again. That's right, one of our uh, studio engineers has AIDS. So we're not in the studio today. What does he have, Vince? The flu? I I don't think KEKU can afford to give Tony AIDS. AIDS. <laughs> hey, we have, we have a part-time intern, though. I did an open <laughs> mic at a part music, part comedy open mic last week, and I had a blues guitarist stay on stage and do blues riffs in between my jokes. Really? Great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, oh, wait, where was that? This is at uh, Gilligan's. They do two open mics now. You're not going to believe it, Vincent Fodi, but even though I am the most qualified, famous, most special needs comedian in the universe, funniest guy in the world, I still need to go to open mic. You do seem like you are special needs. Yeah. Actually, there's a really good Mitch Hedberg album. Yeah. Where the entire time that he's doing his stand-up. There's a bass. There's a there's somebody bass. there's somebody playing a, a double bass. Mm-hmm. I believe it's called. Doo, 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 and the guy's just playing the bass, a bass line in the background guy, the entire time. Do you know the name time. of the guy? The name of the guy is Chuck. Oh, is it? If you listen to Mitch Hedberg, where he's got the bass going on, and he goes, "Come on, like, Chuck. Come anytime on, Chuck. the jokes don't work, I need you to turn that bass up." I got a question for you, Vincent Foti. What's that? It's been plaguing my mind all day. What's that? Why do you have so many bone fragments in your house? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking bone fragments on the Biscuits and Gravy Show on not KAKU 88.5, the voice of getting sick all the time and kicking us out of the studio. Do you remember people get sick, Vincent Foti, and we didn't care if people got sick? I do remember those days. The government the day. is lying to us, Vincent Foti. They don't care. They care, and then they don't care, and I never know which one they're doing. Well, it can't. Tony definitely doesn't have COVID because Joe Biden said that COVID's not real anymore, right? Yes. He said the pandemic is over. Sleepy Joe Biden. Thank you, Mr. Biden. He's always falling asleep. But what's that thing that you you make people smell to like wake him up? Sniffing salts? Yeah. So like that's like hair to him, right? He's always falling asleep. And he's like, ah, I need some hair to sniff to like wake up. (laughs) So they should just put some smelling salts on. Hair is the Biden family's poppers, right? They they just need to put some (laughs) smelling salts on top of like a little girl's head. So that when he goes over to to smell her head, he'll go, whoa. (laughs) 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 So you got a lot of bone fragments. We're we're in the, the studio bunker today. We built a bunker during COVID. Right. Because I thought I was a doomsday prepper. I was going to a lot of prepper cons. I thought the world was ending, Vincent Fodi. I thought the world was going to end. Well, and you didn't in believe some me. ways You're not did. a good friend. You're not very supportive. The world that we grew up in is gone, Chuck. <laughs> it ended September 11th, 2001. Yes. Yes. Actually, world, do you remember the world? I, do you remember the day the world stopped turning, Vincent Fodi? <laughs> do you remember? What, do you even remember? What the world was like before September 11th? Yeah, it was wild. Porn was really slow. You could like go into an airport and wish your family farewell. Yeah, isn't it really changed actually, sitcom dynamics for a lot, long time? Right, because people would rush into the airport and be like, "Wait, don't get on the plane!" Like, oh, yeah. like when they have people rush to the 
to the train station and they're running on down the platform. You used to be able to do that with airplanes. Yeah, I used to be able to run too. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of no. glad that you can't do that anymore. Could you imagine like er- if every time your family was like flying off island, they wanted you to like they wait wanted with you them to like just come hang out in the airport. Like you're not going to stay and wait with us in the airport for three hours. It's like oh god, that sounds terrible. I just the, the TSA is get, they, they tell you to take your belt off, right? And then they put you in that machine, and then they tell you to pull your pants up. You got to raise your hands above it, and it does like the swish, like the Superman swish thing, you know. Yes. And then they're like, they're always like, take your belt off, pull your pants up. You know they can see your junk. They they better be able to see. That's why I pay good money for that. <laughs> you pay. I get off on. You it. get off on that. Are you the able? Most amount. Are you able to raise your hands above your head? It looked like you were having trouble just miming Shut it. Shut the <laughs> fuck up, Vincent Fody. <laughs> Whoa, am, did you just say the F word? I'm, I'm our, handsome and tall. On like, our radio show? Yeah, we're not Good thing we're not in the radio. On, so you, said you got that, a lot you of bones in your house. If you don't have a dog and you got bone fragments in your house. Yeah, that's a red flag. That's a that's a something. Yeah, there's a lot of like bone fragments in my hallway right now, but it's not bone a Jeffrey Dahmer scenario. It's just Vince Fody. My, as, it's weird because my dog doesn't even like to chew bones that much. No, but it's, every, it's every you, once bro. in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for my teeth, Chuck. Yeah, I like it. I would suck on some. I do suck on some bone marrow. We're gonna talk more about that later in Gluttony Club. Well, speaking of Gilligan's, we should mention that we went to Gilligan's last night for open mic comedy. Oh, that's right. And uh, if you're in the Maui area, don't forget that they have open mic comedy every Tuesday night at Gilligan's from like eight ish to ten ish. And no matter where you are in the world, coast to coast, AM to FM, support your local. Support your local open mics, guys. Support comedy. Support the truth. Comedians need other people besides comedians to show up and laugh at their jokes. Because with comedians, it's always forced laughs. Because we've heard the jokes like a thousand times. Vincent Fody, you are not laughing at my grandma's titties joke that's eight years old? Yeah, I've heard it a few times. 400 times a year, our entire friendship, and you're not laughing at it orgasmically every time? Every once in a while, I do hear somebody's joke that I kind of forgot how the punchline went or something. The punchline is this. No, not that joke. I've heard that joke enough to remember it. But every once in a while, like a comedian will be telling a joke and I'll forget how it ends. And then you get the, it's like hearing it for the first time all over again. This is a joke I wrote and I didn't say last night. I was drinking some strawberry quick. And there's some interesting advertising on strawberry quick. First of all, it's a bunny. Strawberry quick. has big letters on it, Vincent Fodi. Which is weird because it's like a milk. Yeah. It's like a chocolate milk. What's a shizzle? Right, our bar. That's because our bunnies quick. Is that it? Like, what's the you know? It's because bunny. I guess bunnies technically do have milk, which is closer than bunnies laying eggs, which is what we get out of Easter, right? No, because rabbits are mammals, so they have milk technically. Oh, you're blowing but that's, my mind. But that's not something that you want to evoke when you're mm. you don't when <laughs> when you're drinking like strawberry flavored milk based products. You don't want to they, evoke they cut a off rabbit's all milk. the rabbit's feet for good luck. And then you wasn't just, good luck for the rabbit. And then, <laughs> and, then <laughs> and then you just have tits that they milk, strawberry like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ninety nine percent caffeine free, right? Which means it's one percent caffeine. What? Like one time? Yeah, they say it's ninety nine percent caffeine. Caffeine free, but that means it's one percent caffeine. The whole thing is one percent caffeine. Well, I mean. There's Caffeine like, is a there's potent like a, drug, Vincent Fody. Well, there's like a it's ton the of the sugar. The devil gets into us, right? But Mormons there's can't the, have caffeine. They pump it full of sugar. So, oh, by the way, speaking of sugar milk, <laughs> did you see what I posted on the biscuits and gravy Instagram earlier this week? No. 
I posted a <laughs> bottle of they're now selling General Mills is selling flavored milk. Is it is it cinnamon toast crunch milk? It was a cinnamon toast crunch milk. Vincent Fodi, are you the prognosticator of prognosticators? I am. All right, those of you, the biscuits and gravy. Fans, no, that's you. The gravy gals, the biscuit boys. <laughs> on this show, on this very show, the biscuits and gravy show with Vincent Fodi and Chuck Sauce, we talked about mass producing cinnamon toast crunch milk. Huh. How good it was to drink the bowl after you've had some cinnamon toast crunch. Right. And now cinnamon toast crunch is making cinnamon toast crunch milk. I feel like the idea has kind of always been around. It's just that America and the FDA needed to lower their standards far enough to allow it to actually come into production. And in that <laughs> in that regard, we really have to thank Taco Bell. Taco Bell has slowly but steadily been lowering the bar on what it will allow us to consume. Although I got a little thing. It started with the Dorito taco shells. That was a game changer, Vincent Fodi. I'll never forget. I was watching The Daily Show. This was back in the Jon Stewart days. (laughs) I'll never forget the day the taco stopped turning. I was watching The Daily (laughs) Show. (laughs) Where were you when the taco stopped turning, Vincent Fodi? When the mundo stood still. Um I, I was watching today. I was watching the Daily Show Back and John Stewart said something about like a Doritos taco show and I was like, "Ha, huh, that's hilarious." I thought it was a joke. And then I was driving down the street and I drove past a Taco Bell and I saw that they were advertising the Dorito shell taco shells and I was like, "What?" And I like almost crashed my moped. I had to pull over immediately <laughs> and go buy them. I didn't even make it home. I was like, "I'm going there right now." And it was delicious. Dude, Taco Bell, there's a lot of complaints online right now. So Taco Bell is hard hitting their breakfast advertising. They got with Pete uh, Davidson with for Pete some Davidson. reason. Yeah, I know. Which, like, first of all, I like SNL, and I'm not, you know me, I'm not a big hater. And I, everyone, SNL always gets shit. Everyone always says SNL is not as good as it was 10 years ago. Pete Davidson is not funny, but to his credit, he did embarrass Kanye West on a national level. Yeah, which, which is anything worth it. Anything that makes Kanye look like a fool, besides Kanye himself. <laughs> yeah, besides, he I does, was going to say, like, he does that enough bro. all by himself. What's that scruffy football player? Aaron Hernandez, right? <laughs> no, is that the guy that murdered somebody? I think so. There was a Netflix series about him. Oh, check this wild shit out. So you know Aaron Hernandez, the football player that murdered somebody? Not to be conflated with all the football players that just beat their wives nonstop like they're police officers. You and I are not in a good position to be talking about sports pl- So anyway, figures. in my in my home state of Connecticut, there is uh, these three brothers that dressed in camouflage and called the police to come to their house for domestic violence and ended up one of the brothers tried killing the other brothers because the two brothers were trying to ambush the police to their house and they, they killed they tried to swat themselves yeah so they called the police to their house and then the police showed up they murdered two two officers and sent one is in critical condition in the icu right and here's the wild thing right what yeah it's in uh it's in bristol connecticut home of espn and these murderers played on the same junior varsity team as Aaron Hernandez and went to the same school as him. Wow. Yeah, isn't that wild? Huh. Yeah. That's weird. So That's like um That's my terrible tangent for right. Did you now. hear that there was some sitcom or movie set that Michael J. Fox was on when he was younger and then it turned out like four different people from that movie set ended up getting Parkinson's later in life? Yeah, which is wild. 
So I'm probably we're, getting we're a lot on, of the facts wrong. We're on going this, on a but... whole different tangent here, right? But do you remember the '90s doing heroin in the '90s when Sifoti? Yeah, back so, when heroin was good and so cool. There was a lot of competition because there was some good grade A heroin, right? Like I know you love heroin because you just got married re- recently, right? And you had a wedding registry, and both you and Diana put that you wanted some white china on there. <laughs> okay, I know that you love heroin, Vincent Foti. So in the '90s, there was a gang in in California. Many people actually think it's the CIA because the CIA is always trying to disenfranchise minorities. That's their job. They're part of the government. <laughs> That's putting it nicely. So I am, I just, I'm the nice guy on the Biscuits and Gravy show. Disenfranchise them from their life. So <laughs> so there was this bad batch. You know, similar to the fentanyl issue we're having right now. Ugh. There was this really bad batch of heroin going on. This fake heroin going on in the '90s in California. And originally they blamed it on different gangs and different people, but now we all know, like everything else, it's the government directly trying to fuck up everyone's life. So the good news is, though, Vincent Foti, is that, so what do you call heroin? What's one of the street names for heroin? Dope, right? Junk. Dope. We're going to go dope, though, on this one. But isn't dope like... Anything. All drugs. So this specific type of dope was like marijuana, specifically. Bootlegged heroin gave a bunch of people Parkinson's disease and because it gave all these hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people parkinson's disease we were able to study parkinson's disease and do you know what the number one parkinson's treatment uh pill is is called what l dopa no joke google that shit motherfucker really yeah so i think it's possible and you i'm know just saying was, it when was this in the 90s the 90s you know who but, was in la in the 90s michael j fox do you know who would have loved doing heroin in the 90s Anybody. Everybody. Everybody on the set of Doctor Who's a call it. He was in a lot of shitty movies other than Back to the Future. Yeah. You know what, though? Oh, my God. He was on a show called Silver Spoons. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, was he? He was. Yeah, wasn't he on a show called Silver Spoons? Or was it? It was Family he, Ties. Oh, well, you know. What's Silver What do you Spoon? do when you're shooting up? You're putting a tie around your bicep, right? Yeah, you are tying off. Yeah, see? Okay. Right. Family ties. See? Family ties. All right. You know what I did last night, Chuck? What is the TV show Silver Spoons? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Disclaimer. I don't think he was on Silver Spoons. Okay. <laughs> but it would be funny if he was. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and Miss Veronica Vaughn got it on. <laughs> I saw a meme where it was it was that from and uh it was like I heard a really good fish song and it was like no you didn't. Well my friend <laughs> heard a really good fish song. No he didn't. Well you can imagine though what it would be like. Yeah, that's uh that's like every Republican conspiracy theory about Joe Biden. <laughs> you know that the Democrats got caught doing uh voter fraud. No they didn't. <laughs> well, a friend of mine heard that the Democrats got in trouble for voter fraud? No, they didn't. Well, you could imagine if they had. Actually, as we speak, there are armed guards preventing black people from voting in the South. In well, it's in Arizona right now, yeah, and then and Georgia. And to uh, to a judge's credit, one judge in the entire state of Arizona actually got something right. They blocked people from standing outside the voter polls with like guns and stuff. Because <laughs> before they're like they took it to court well, you and they can't were like, "Have water, but you can have guns." Yeah, apparently you're not. You're not. It's illegal to give out water to people standing in line to vote. Yeah, do you remember when that church walked over? To but you can have a gun. 
to peacefully but you just can't... stand around and protect a voter booth, yeah. and then the cops maced them and beat the black people. Yeah, it's that well. Was a, that was a cool day. That makes total sense because they were black. You're like, was this a hundred like years ago? When no, the Black Panthers this is a were, year ago. When the Black Panthers are standing around outside of a voter poll. Actually, that's the only reason they have strict gun laws in California is because Ronald Reagan hates black people. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like they should. Every... And what's worse, educated black people, Vincent Fodi, who exercise their God-given rights under the U.S. Constitution. That's who Reagan hates the most. Yeah, I think. That's the only way we're going to get actual gun control in America is if every black person goes out and buys a gun. Yeah. And then we'll be like, oh, can't have that. That's why I said, like, <laughs> instead of reparations, we should just give, you know how the Indians got casinos? Yeah. We should get, we should j- just let black people own and sell guns. Like, guns should be legal, but only black people should be allowed to sell them and own them. And then, like, guaranteed the next day, guns will be outlawed. Actually, so. Very weirdly, Connecticut, where I'm from, I know, spoiler alert, they legalized marijuana, they decriminalized it, now they're legalizing it. First, they decriminalized marijuana because the governor's son was trying to get into law school and had a misdemeanor uh, possession charge. So he, the governor did what any one person did, and uh, what's it called when you do something directly for your family? Nepotism, right? Nepotism. So good old politician, Daniel Malloy, not Danielle, Daniel Malloy. His son wanted to get to law school. Daniel? Daniel! I know! What a loser, bro. Like, D-anal? Yo, what a <laughs> loser! Also, absolutely no one in Connecticut had a problem when people started drawing uh, Hitler and mustaches on all his political campaigns. I must have seen 800, like, the Fuhrer mustaches on Daniel Malloy, and ain't no one said this Daniel. is offensive. It's Daniel. Daniel. I know! I just forgot it! <laughs> There's no I in Daniel. Anyway... So his son was trying to get into law school. and that's Daniel's how not a name. It is now. That it should is, exclude you, you from being governor it, if you it's name, name your kid you Daniel. you believe it. The only reason. Hold on. Got, is that why uh, Joe Biden is letting everybody out of jail on federal marijuana charges? Is it, he preemptively trying to get uh, Hunter Biden off the hook? So check this out. So that's the reason why Connecticut even decriminalized marijuana, right? And started expunging the records. But now they're doing the most like weirdo 2022 nouveau bullshit white thing is and i don't know how to think about this mitsifoti so what's your take on it the the first groups of people they're going to limit the amount of marijuana distributing licenses in connecticut they're going to people of color first they are deliberately letting people who are and not just people of color people who are disenfranchised or who actually got arrested for minor marijuana charges open up the the distribution centers and and stuff for pot that makes a lot of sense actually isn't this wild that's reverse racism yeah <laughs> what I is mean, it affirmative I mean, action it, it is affirmative action and i know what you're all thinking i'm sure you've seen the graph this but week. it's not affirmative action for black people it's for affirmative action for pot users yes which, which i think is actually to, yeah very good yeah so well, I like, mean, like, white people were using pot also. Over. They just weren't getting arrested for it. Yeah, I loved all the memes the week that Joe Biden was trying to, dec- like, just nationally expunge it. And it was all these memes of, like, middle-class white kid didn't even know it was illegal. Because why is pot illegal? Like, you can drink 18 scotches and smoke cigars, but I can't smoke a joint and enjoy the Matrix fourth movie. Right. Yes. It's also, like, it was just okay. It's, like... You can you can sell opioids. 
farm. Oh, you can oh, yeah. sell farms. Fentanyl grazed. is legal. Fentanyl is fentanyl legal. Fentanyl is legal, baby. But a plant that comes out of the ground is not legal. It's ridiculous. Anywho. Heroin comes out of the ground. I mean, heroin comes not from as fucking a <laughs> syringe and family ties. Yeah, but opium, that's why opium is so much better than heroin. Because opium, you just... You just take the milk of the poppy. Just yeah, you just, just it. like you milk the strawberry from you milk from, <laughs> from a rabbit. <laughs> you you take you milk the poppy. You take a strawberry Come rabbit. Come here, poppy. I want to milk you. Hey. I want to milk of the poppy. <laughs> okay. I want to milk of the poppy, Vincent Foti. I want to suck of the poppy. Poppy, no. I want to suck of the poppy. Can we talk about Gilligan's open mic? All right. What do you want to do a show today? You crazy son of a bitch. I did something last night that I do every year for Halloween. Bomb in front of <laughs> three people. No, I did. I'm kidding. You did great. I'm sorry. I'm I did, being rambunctious. I did a horse yes. material. So I have I have a horse mask. And every year for Halloween, I put the horse mask on and I do a set that's all horse related one liners. And every year it does really well. It does. It does do really well. And so I've got I got a lot of new horse material yes, as you're, well. You're really doing the Lord's work, Vincent Fodi, and writing all these horse jokes. Can you can you I have an we index have a, card we have, that I, of, we have a lot of listeners here. It's like three or four years show. old. I've been doing this for like five years. The, I know. the horse bit. Even it's, longer. You started at Comics and Comics. Oh wow. Wow. For, for not Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. much fun. We're, yeah, that, I think that was the first time. Mm-hmm. Man, I miss doing comics and comics where we all would dress up in costumes. Yeah, and, it was comics in a comic book store. In a comic book store, and we would up. all do cosplay. What? So anyway, you were a horse. <laughs> we were we were there, Vincent Foley. I was a horse. This you were gonzo journalism. I was a horse. <laughs> you were a host. Yes. Just like right now. You're the host. I am. I'm the co-host. I'm sometimes a parasite. You're the horse. I was the host. I'm the co-horse. <laughs> <laughs> what are what are your three top favorite horse jokes? You're dressed as a horse. You're in front of a, a room full of people. We had a good crowd last night, about 97 people there. Let's see, off the top of my head, I like, uh, I'm I'm not much of a day person. I'm more of a nightmare. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I like, I'm starting my own uh, dating app. It's called Stud Finder. Ooh. And what else one? I like uh, every. I like going to Arby's because they always give me free horsey sauce. Oh, fucking Arby's. No, actually, the one that always gets a good laugh is, did you guys see that football game last week where the Colts played the Broncos? I didn't know who to root for. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was rooting for the, the Colts, of course, because they have Nick Foles. Yes. He's my favorite quarterback, which is true. Nick Foles actually is does play. Is quarterback? Or? Well, technically... Nick Foles was the quarterback for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. So I am oh. I am a big Nick Foles fan, but also a foal is a baby horse. So that's, I understand. So do you understand, wow. Chuck? Yes. Did you get the joke? Yes. Nick Foles? Yeah, I get it. Nick is a baby <laughs> horse. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, also, Louis C.K. is playing in Honolulu. Oh, yeah? Do you want to fly over and see him? Wednesday, November 23rd. So... Oh, that's right before Thanksgiving. You want to get it off? Yeah, let's go to Oahu and ditch the wives and go and see Lucy K. And then we'll fly back on on Thanksgiving. Uh, Like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I feel like women don't like Lucy K anymore, right? Since he got canceled. I can't put my fingers on it. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe he rubbed them the wrong way. I don't know. For some reason. I don't know. The whole Lucy K thing, it's, uh, it's such a great, weird gray area. Yes. Because, like, on the one hand, he did ask, but on the other hand, he was doing it, like, sarcastically, uh, where 
they didn't think he was being serious. Um, he didn't actually. I would say he's a coy. He's like, hey, do you want to go to my room? I'm just going to jerk off real quick. Ha 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 ha. then like, he would invite people to his room and jerk off real quick. Yeah. Um, I d- the only thing I that really crossed the line was the fact that they did say that the one time he invited those two girls to his hotel room. Oh, man. Th- he started. He started jerking off, and then they tried to leave, and he blocked the door with his body, which you can't do that. No, you can, you but can, not for nothing. You can ask as like, a jokingly, and then start doing it, and then if they don't like it, they can get up and leave. But you can't stop somebody from leaving. That's crossing the line. Also, there was also that thing where it's like he would ask me if he could jerk off in front of me, he and do it on I didn't the phone without asking, and I didn't want to say no because then I felt like he would then i felt like he would like stop me he never retaliated against anybody if anybody ever said no or anything he never liked he never stopped them from getting apart or anything like that um so i don't know louis ck i well i guess he served his time he got canceled he lost a lot of money the, and we all lost the louis show on fx and which, fx makes great quality which programs. was that when it was on it was like the best show on tv it was winning. It was winning a ton of Emmys. I don't know. Sometimes, if you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. And if you want quality television, you, you got to masturbate. Louis C.K. jerk off in front of people. If you like masturbating in front of people, but you know, do it a little bit better, give us a call 808-873-3435. That number again. If you like masturbating in front of other people, but do it with better style than Louis C.K., give us a call 808-873-3435. You I, we're not there, but no, no, you can no. call You've up got and, a specially and then whoever answers the phone just start jerking it. off. <laughs> Today's show is underwritten in part by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, furnace? Today's show is brought to us by Jim Carrey Cemetery. Somebody plot me. Also there. the home of uh, Jim Carrey's cremations. They're smoking. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show with Chuck Sauce and Vince Fody. Today's show is underwritten in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center. Sylvester Spumoni. For when your speech skills are. A little rocky. Do you know what Spumoni is? Uh, no. Spumoni's like that Italian ice cream with like weird fruit and stuff in it. Oh, I like that. I like the watermelon roll way better, though. There's not a lot of places on island. I think Marcos and Kalalui has Spumoni. Marcos, I'm pretty sure they're the Marcos, only place on island. Come down to Marcos. Today's show is brought to us by Bill Gates Gates. If you love Windows, you'll love Gates. Hey, did you know that one of the people that studied the Spanish flu was named Gates? Really? Yep. Do you know why it's called the Spanish flu? Because those dirty Spaniards totally did it, just like the dirty Chinese made it. The Wuhan clan. The Wuhan. Virus. <laughs> That's exactly why it's called the Spanish flu. Yep, totally. No, I'm guessing it's because every other country was at war at the same time and they wanted to lie about how many people were dying. Right. And Spain was Spain was neutral. Yeah. So they were the only people that were accurately uh, re- like reporting the numbers <laughs> of people that died. But Russia and China had no one die of COVID, which is so bizarre. Which is so <laughs> weird. It's also so like weird. how Russia doesn't have any gay people. It's so weird. They Isn't, don't. It's so weird that there's no gay people in Zero Russia. Zero gay people in Russia. Let's talk about... And their president's name is Putin. <laughs> how are you not gay? Putin my butt. Yeah, dog. Um, let's talk about Halloween, Chuck. Nobody gave me any... THC gummy bears. I know. That's, that's that's not true. My wife did. Yeah, that's true. 
I saw you brought some treats for us today as well. I don't know what we did. I'll just take them when I come home from work. Or like when I'm doing my closing side work, as I'm getting ready, then you pop it. Then by the time you get home from work, it's starting to kick in. It's a good time. Ugh. I had I mean, when I was driving taxi back in the day before I was a, a professional co-host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And I took a bunch of uh, edibles, and then I got one more ride to the airport. And Wait, I was, didn't I give you those yeah, edibles? I you was were walking through the parking losing lot. Losing it, bro. Losing it. You were like walking through the parking lot. I was like, hey, Adrian, our, our friend Adrian gave me a bunch of like edibles. And I was like, hey, do you want like this brownie? And you're like, yeah, sure. And I <laughs> ate the whole thing. It was And you're like, very make sure strong. to take a quarter of it. And I said, alrighty. Alrighty. Um, you know what's weird? Do you get trick or treaters in your none in your apartment complex in your condo no, complex? No, it's prime time for trick or treat in there. It's so close to each other. I would have loved to do it. Yeah, you know, I like when I lived in Kaonakai, I never got any trick or treaters either. You used to get them in Luakas Circle, right? I did. Yeah, because I, I remember like <laughs> driving to Halloween parties at your house, yeah, and there'd be kids all over the place. Cocaine off of a, a tablet, and someone knocks on the door. I gave Clementine. I gave Clementines out one year. For candy, and really? then people liked them. Well, Clementines are good. They were and good, they're, and they're sweet. And I grew them from my backyard. We hardly ever get trick or treaters here, but uh, on Halloween night, we actually got two separate trick or treaters. That's nothing. You know, what grinds my gears. Well, it's more than zero. It, two is more than zero. It's you way, heard it here first, folks. It's a. It's drastically more than zero. Drastically more than zero. Yeah. Was your internet flooded with uh, a weird? Weird Halloween porn this year, right? No such thing as weird Halloween I mean, porn. it's all weird. I would say the age gap in the Halloween porn that was on my feeds was way more dramatic this year. Usually, it's uh, junk in a pumpkin, right? We all love junk in a pumpkin. Well, since we're on the subject of porn, can we just discuss um, NNN real quick? You know what NNN stands for? I do not. No Nut November. Oh, my gosh. That's right. There's no Shave November. There's no Nut November, and then there's my favorite, no Nestle November. No Nut November is, I don't even know if it's like a real thing. It started a co- It started about 10 years ago as a joke where people would be like. That's on my list of stuff today too, Vincent Foti. You can't have any, you can't have any orgasms during the month of November. It's right. no Nut November. How many, I failed twice already, and I didn't even do it Me today. too. <laughs> wow, that's great. I failed within like the first 15 minutes of November. <laughs> Wake me up when November ends. But. It's it's weird because it's not only not masturbating, it's also not having sex or any Nutting. orgasms at all. Wow. How do you even... Which I don't even understand. I think... See, it started off as a joke, but then it got co-opted by the religious right and also incels. Not only that, but there's people that take the challenge so far that they edge... The whole month of November, Vincent Fodi. Do you know what edging is? I do. Let's not edging talk about is where it. you're about to come. I know what edging and is, and you stop. <laughs> you do not ejaculate. I tried it once for a week. That's going to make for a sticky December. I tried make doing it once for a week, right? It's going to make a white Christmas. I would, I would try. I would start beating off, and before I came, I would stop, and I was beating off like six times a day, and I'd stop, and I made it almost a whole week. Who are you sting? Do you know what happened to me? What? I was a crazy person. You cannot be... Guys should not be that horny. How did people exist before it? Guys should not be this horny. Uh, I think it... That's why I'm saying, like... We've talked about it on the show before, how how 
frequent masturbating is good for your prostate health. It's also good for decreasing the rate of violence against women. I feel like No Nut November is one of those things that is going to increase the rate of violence hmm. against women. Hmm. Which is why I think it's it's been picked up by the incel community and the misogynistic community because they're like, well, if we can't have sex, then we should then try no to. No one can. We should trick everybody else on the internet into also not having I sex. I was unaware of this, Vincent so Williams. that they can, I guess, they can feel better about themselves. Like, hey, I didn't know not November. It's like, well, congratulations, I guess. I never, I've never viewed not having sex as a prize. <laughs> I can't even do meatless Mondays. Yeah. Yeah. I got rants don't to do. Don't do, guys, don't do No Nut November. Because it's also like the religious the... writer, like, you shouldn't touch yourself. You How should do abstinence. Listen to the Biscuits and Gravy Show You're, you're spoiling your body. And it's sexist because it's a whole challenge for a month that women aren't a part of. It's fine. I like the episode of Louie where he goes on TV and there's the... the the girl who's like anti-masturbation she's like the christian girl and then he goes on and his little his little thing on the bottom of the screen his lower third says like masturbation enthusiast <laughs> yeah because he was the only person that was willing to come on and defend masturbating well yeah and, uh, yeah, yeah. And so little did yeah. we know how much of a, a lot more masturbation later. enthusiast he actually was in real life you want to take a quick break all right yeah let's do it okay let's take a break and then we'll be right back after no messages, but no, I think Chuck's going to drink some bourbon and I'm take a Tums. I'm going to drink some bourbon and <laughs> espresso. <laughs> and you, have that, you have that uh, heartburned f- look on your face right Can now. Can we please hear from Vodka and Vodka or Tea and Crumpets? Uh, okay. One of our lovely sister stations. Let's Coming back from the show, we got, vodka a what, vodka. we got a what the Chuck. We got a spoiler alert. We got a gluttony club. Vincent Foti is going to regale us with some super, super boring stories. And Chuck's up the week. knowledge, Buffalo. Uh, for spoiler <sighs> alert this week we are going to talk about a show i should have watched a year ago called white lotus and a show everyone should be watching now hulu and fx presents oh you finally the patient you finally watched the white lotus that yeah, was great by the way it was after awesome. i said that it wasn't as good as i'm still mad about it beating dope sick for the emmy for best limited series all right let's take let's listen to vodka and vodka and then we'll take a break and we'll be right back we'll be right back on the biscuits and gravy show everybody hello Do you like cooking? Do you like comedy? How about cooking again? If so, tune in every Wednesday at 11 for Vodka and Vodka. Listen intently to such segments as Comedy Gulag, Breadlines, and Chuck is Keen Like Wolverine. So tune in every Wednesday at 11 to 88.5 WPUTN The Voice of Vodka. All right. That it's was so rough. nice that we didn't lose our, our Russian sponsors over the past couple months. Our sister station in Russia. It's amazing, isn't it, Vincent Fody? Yeah. Actually, our show's growing and growing, Vincent Fody. We owe it yeah. to the Biscuitiers. We should be getting canceled, but we're not. No. It's weird. Today's yeah. show is brought to us by Alexander Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård, Skarsgård. Skarsgård, Skarsgård. Um, have we talked about Arby's smoked bourbon? No, actually, and I'm so excited that you brought that up. Did you have that on your list of things to talk about? Yes, I did. Arby's smoked bourbon. It's underwritten in part by Condoleezza Rice. (laughs) It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. This was something that 
I somehow you were ahead of the curve on this one. Yes, you could say I was one step ahead of the shoe shine, Vincent Fody. Yeah, because usually I'm like Chuck. Did you hear that there's some weird meme food coming out? There's an or <laughs> barefoot wine and an Oreo wine, and it wasn't even just Oreo. It was Oreo <laughs> thin. Like why bother? What? <laughs> and I signed up for it, and by twelve oh one, it was gone. Really? Yeah, he had to get it at midnight. It was gone, baby. That's like the um, the chicken scented masks that they were giving out from Jack in the Box during COVID. They were giving out masks that smelled like chicken sandwiches for COVID. For COVID, yeah. and uh, yeah, you, you, I had to wake up in the middle of the night to get on there. Did you wake up and put on a little makeup? I did, and not only that, I, I did, wanted to. I <laughs> I did get the chicken scented mask. Yeah, you. I did. was one of the only people that got one too because there was a very limited amount, and they sold out within like one minute. So it was only the fact that I was like on there ready to go. At it was it was midnight there. Midnight at the Oasis. So it was in in California time, I think. So for me, it was like three in the morning. That's where all the Oasis eyes are. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow you knew about the Arby's smoked bourbon ahead of me. I'm very upset about it. And then it. I went. I was like, hey, did you hear about this? And you're like, yeah, I tried to get it, but they were sold out. I was like, what, already? I keep failing, Vincent Fody. I tried to get the pumpkin spice spam a few years in a row. No go. You succeeded, and you got that weirdo Jones soda. The Jones turkey and gravy soda. Yeah. Not, which not they, strawberry Manila, which, which is they my just re-released. Well, when we were in Vegas, they had the Warheads flavor. That's not a pun, like Strawberry Manilow, though, Vincent yeah, but Warheads, Let's strike it from the record, Warhead's loser. candy is very tasty. You're very tasty. We should mention that this is the 316th episode, so it's like Biscuits 316. <laughs> 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 For God loved the world so much, he gave his only gravy to, to, the, a, biscuits. to the biscuits. To the biscuits. <laughs> so that's in the Book of Biscuits, yes. chapter 3, verse 16. It's on Greasy Psalm. <laughs> There's actually a guy right outside my window wearing a um, a rainbow wig. I like that you pointed. Hold, holding it. I was pointing to where my window is. Yes. So, yeah. Window. He's right behind you, Chuck. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to, to the, the walls. <laughs> and also by ban- Bon Jovi's Anchovies. They'll give anchovies a good name. So good, you'll eat them dead or alive. They're slippery when wet, and they're also the best-smelling thing in New Jersey. Did you hear about that guy in Michigan who was eating bacon? No. (laughs) He ate... There was a cannibal in Michigan who ate somebody whose name was Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Well, hold on. And so not only was he a cannibal who ate somebody whose last name was Bacon. The guy's name was also Kevin Bacon. Like this this story is on is funny for a lot of different reasons. That's I wish so it was the actual Kevin Bacon, who's from Philadelphia wild, by the way. Who lives in Connecticut by the way. But yeah, uh hold on, I have his name here. Mark Latunsky. Latunsky. Uh Michigan-based cannibal. <laughs> Mark Latunsky. Uh hold on. He, who gets to choose that? <laughs> what? Michigan-based cannibal. He was from Michigan. I get it, but it's like he's on Ancient Aliens. They're interviewing <laughs> him. That's his, his uh, lower third. Yeah. L- the little thing, Michigan-based cannibal. Chiron? There's a word for that. I think it's Chiron. The president that just lost in Brazil used to brag about being a cannibal, but it turns out he's a liar. Yeah. Um, I know that you hate when people eat themselves because there's the the treehouse of horror episode where homer eats himself. Ah, it's disgusting and dude. I, I know that you that that really it bums is. you out 
Oh, Shea Homer. Oh, we should talk about the we should talk about the Treehouse of Horror episode from this year. Did you watch it? I did not. Tell uh, me about it. Still. Hold on, it's really good. But um, okay, let's let's get into it. All right. So this is a spoiler alert. Yeah, let's on just the biscuits ju- and gravy we'll show. jump in the spoiler alert. So this year for the oh, Halloween boy. Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons, where I don't watch The Simpsons anymore, but I do watch the Treehouse of Horror episode. You know, they haven't been that good in the last couple of years. Yeah. But I will say this year, it was actually pretty darn good. So the first episode was sort of a spoof on the Babadook. Then the second one was really good. It was a parody of the anime Death Note. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Not the target so audience. They did it in like an anime animation style. Oh, as I well, like when the Simpsons does that. Which right. which was pretty good. And so if you haven't seen Death Note, it's actually Death one Note. of Diana's favorite animes. Death Note Death Note. Death Note is a anime about a guy who finds a magic notebook and if you write somebody's name in it and then close the book, that person will die. Whoa. And so he starts to use it he tries to use it for good, but then he ends up um, getting corrupted with power. Well, anyway, The Simpsons did a parody of that, and that ended up being really good, especially if you've seen Death Note. It's actually very cleverly done. Death Note. And then the third one is arguably the best one. The third one was a parody of Westworld, but instead of Westworld, it was Simpsons World. And so it was a sort of a meta commentary because it's like in the future they have a Simpsons world where it's like you're you're walking around like a theme park and it's all Simpsons characters. Okay. And they're saying famous quotes from the Simpsons. So all right. There's one from like the monorail episode and Homer's like, I call the big one Bitey. Yeah. And so and then the like episode. so then like that Homer Somebody hits them with something, and then, like, in Westworld, they go out and they drag the robot back underground to, like, work on him. But then he wakes up while he's underground, and he realizes that he's a robot in a Simpsons cartoon. And it's a very, very cleverly done and also extremely meta kind of joke on Westworld, but also the Simpsons in general. The Simpsons which had is funny a Westworld episode about 20 years ago. They do. It was Itchy and Scratchy Land, which is yeah. also the whole episode was a parody about Westworld. But now they're, because they're such big intellectual property. As a matter of fact, isn't there a theme park in California somewhere where they have like a Simpsons part of yeah. Disney World or they something? Or Universal Studios? Yeah. But they have like a whole fake Springfield. So it, the, the Simpsons have become so big that they've like done this like jump the sharp wrap around where at first they were making fun of big theme parks like Disney and now they, they become, become that big that big thing where they actually have their own theme park. And they could not have done it without Don Couch's South Maui Discount Couch House. The best discount couches in South Maui. Hey Vince. Yeah. Don't sleep on the couch. Okay, while we're talking about spoiler alert, let's yeah! just mention a couple other things. I saw the movie Nope, which was the new Good or uh, Bad. Uh, I'm gonna say I'll give it one and a half thumbs up <sighs> out of two biscuits. I give or it out seven. Of... I give it seven out of ten. It was not bad, but Corky Gardner was a big fan of the movie Nope, so I just want to give it a little shout out to Corky who convinced me to watch it, and uh, it was actually pretty good. There's also a new anime called Chainsaw Man. Oh, well, any good? I know you're not a big anime fan, but uh, Chainsaw Man is really good. It's about, spoiler alert, get this, it's a show about a, about people that hunt down demons. An anime, can you believe it? An anime? An anime Where about people hunting down demons. Happened. Also, Tales of the Jedi is a new, very limited- Another new? 
it's a very limited animated series that if you I know you haven't watched Clone Wars, but this is like six episodes. Each episode is only like 15 to 20 minutes. And it kind of fills in the Ahsoka story and the Count Dooku like background stories Mm. um, a little bit even more so than Clone Wars does. And I think it's setting it up for when we get that Ahsoka live action TV show. It's kind of doing a little bit of bridge building. So that is what I'm really looking forward to. What's the new one, Andor? Is that what's... And Andor also, which is what I was about to talk about, Andor is really good as well. So if you liked Rogue One, you know how Rogue One was a little bit darker? It was more stripped down. You want to talk about The Patient? Oh, yeah. So Have you seen The Patient, dude? Yes. Biscuiteers, gravy gals alike, even you cute and patootie biscuit boys. You're not going to believe it, but Steve Carell is in a show that's very unfunny. I know what you're thinking. I've seen The Office, but this is Boo. actually not funny. The Office is is good. Okay, The Office is great, well, but Steve The Carell Office has, after he Steve left. Carell and is really good. Not, like, great season one. Season this, one is too much like Ricky Gervais. Steve Carell is actually really good in playing dramatic roles as well. He is. He, he got an Oscar nomination. Everything. For Foxcatcher, where he plays Yo, a wrestler, I loved and then in the show, the patient Magic Mike, he plays an ex wrestler. His Magic char- Mike, his character used to Isn't be a, in, oh, in a wrestler in, in yeah. the patient. His character Briefly. used to wrestle like yes. back in high While school he or was college, wrestling with his own thoughts. Yeah, and then but I just thought it was funny because he played in that in that Foxcatcher show, which so is about the crazy he, Dupont guy he, who's this is a, from the Philadelphia area. This is like a spiritual sequel to What About Bob? Did you know that Vincent Brody? <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. You guys know what about Bob is? Kinda. Do you guys know what about what Bob? Have I? Yes, I've seen the movie. The what concepts? about Bob? All right, so Richard Dreyfus, right? Yeah, but this is this is more a liberal about wife him being literally kidnapped he and held writes, hostage. He writes all these books, but not he doesn't understand just, his own family. And then what is the patient about? Right? It's about a guy with a super liberal wife, right? Who has these two kids, and he writes books about about it. But he doesn't even have a good relationship with his own kids, and then he gets kidnapped with some some wanky hijinks by one of his patients. And then in the end, he is the real patient because because his ordeal teaches him to get through the issues that he has with his son. So so he in the end he is the true patient. Spoiler alert, he gets kidnapped by one of his patients. And well, that's not that's not the, a spoiler. Guy, that happens in the first episode. The guy that plays his patient is so ugly. He's such a hideous human being and what occupation does he have? He's like the most hateable guy in the world and what occupation does he have Vincent Fodi? He works for the food the food inspection. Yeah. So a the, funny a part about the show Which is, everybody that's ever worked in a restaurant hates the health inspection people. Anyone who's ever eaten at a restaurant hates them. I want freedom fries with my with my oh I have weevils in my house. I'll talk to you about that later. But I don't care about it's weevil time, baby. So the guy I thought this was just a breakthrough show for him, but he seemed so familiar. So I, I went on to ask Jeeves, right? I did my router, I dialed up, I went on to ask Jeeves. And the guy that plays the kidnapper slash murderer, spoiler alert was in this wonky movie about time in 2013 where he goes into a closet and can uh, time travel, but he has like a butterfly effect of messing up in the future. Do you have his IMDb pulled up right now? He also was in one of my favorite A24 films ever, Ex Machina. Yes. That was the same okay. dude. I didn't even know. I was just showing Diana Ex Machina on Halloween. We were looking for spooky movies to watch, and I was like, wait a sec. She was like, isn't that the guy from... 
from the patient, I was like, holy shit, it is. Him. He's also in Star Wars, The Force Awakens. He's a very hateable player in that, too. Really? He's snarky, bro. He's a snarky son of a bitch. He's in and The I Force even, Awakens? I don't even, uh, yeah, he's in it. Huh. Interesting. He's he's on the, yeah. the starship. So I thought he was relatively Gucci. unknown, but apparently he is in a couple other things. He's Irish. Good for him. So very forgettable. Good for him. Uh, so, <sighs> long story short, watch Andor, watch The Patient, watch Tales of the Jedi, especially. Um, oh, I watched, the white, I watched the white Lotus finally. Oh, yeah. I liked it, actually, quite a bit. It was good. Yeah, Emmy uh, Award winning? I don't know. I don't, uh, it shouldn't uh, have beat Dope Sick. Um, I will always be upset about that. That's just because the agenda, Vincent Fodi. What is... White Lotus about, about but rich also people on vacation. Also, coach's wife. Dope sick about rich people profiting off of people doing. Coach's heroin. wife shouldn't have beat out uh, the Ozark chick also for <sighs> best Ozark actress chick. in a limited series. <sighs> the Ozark chick. She she should have won both Emmys. She was nominated for two Emmys. Can we get a GoFundMe for her to do porn? Yeah, she was she was nominated for two Emmys. One for best supporting actress in an actual series, and then one for best actress in a limited series, and she lost to—I forget her name—but it's the the mom in White Lotus. She was in Friday Night Lights. She was Coach's uh, wife. Right. So I keep calling her Coach's wife. She but I won an Emmy. She won for White Lotus for really? best actress in a limited series. Whatever. Oh, you know what we should do? A little follow-up junction. <laughs> follow-up junction. I know it's a little late in the. It's a little late in the show for Follow Up Junction, but let's just do a quick Follow Up Junction. Follow Up Junction is proudly underwritten in part by Chris Tucker's Mattresses. Get tucked in when you're tuckered out. And Follow Up Junction is also brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's Guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. So I was going to let this go, but it was too good to let it fall by the wayside. You're too good, A bro. couple weeks ago, we were talking about the live-action Little Mermaid movie. Yeah! And we were spe- we were speculating who would play the live-action Ursula because you were talking about how attracted you were to Ursula. Well, it's not just Ursula. It's what she could do. As a matter of fact, the name of that episode is Ursula is Hot, so if anybody wants to go back and listen to it. But we were like, oh, I wonder who plays the live-action Ursula. And then we looked <laughs> it up, and it was Melissa McCarthy. None other than Melissa not the anti-vax one, the one from Gilmore Girls and uh, and other stuff. Too. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, she ended up being playing the. <laughs> could you imagine, like your agent calls you and she and they're like, "Hey, I got good news and bad news." The good news <laughs> is Chuck Thompson thinks you're hot. <laughs> the good news is they want you to be in the live-action Little Mermaid, and she's probably thinking, "Who do they want me to play?" Please don't be Ursula. Please don't be Ursula. And they're like, it's Ursula. Poor unfortunate soul. <laughs> so, I mean, that's. You that's, get to play Jetsum and Flotsam. I would play Flotsam or Jetsum. I, that would do me and you could be Jetsum and Flotsam all day, dude. You and I. You and are, I could be Jetsum and Flotsam. You and I could be the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of any background Disney Flotsam, characters. Like, we could be Timon it. and Pumbaa. Yeah! You could be Flotsam and Jetsam. It means no worries. Diamond in the Diamond. rock. Diamond. I want to surf off gold coins. Is there anything more passive-aggressive body shaming than asking somebody to play Ursula in the live-action Disney movie? If Melissa McCartney had a bunch of appendages... She would do bro. well in Japan. Let's Dude, put it that way. Is Japan the name of my pleasure areas? I guess so. <laughs> I'll show her my Okinawa face. If you know what I mean. You know what I mean, baby? Yeah! Unfortunately, I do know what you mean. 
All right. You ready for Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo? Are we? Did I talk about getting weevils in my spices? I think you mentioned you got it in your spices. You got it in your rices. <laughs> I got it in the discount food. I bought it lower prices. Next week on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we're going to tackle some sweet issues. We're going to do a What the Chuck on Chime and By the Payday way, Loan Advances. If you want to get a, if you want to get some karma, take a picture of the weevils and go to, there is a subreddit called r slash weevil time. And oh, and it's what? It's all about people who love weevils. They they live in your food, and you can kill them by freezing them. But they're so cute. <sighs> Biscuits and gravy is proudly underwritten in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch. From Cumberbatch. And today's show is brought to us by Merrill Street Street Sweepers. They'll clean up in hours. <laughs> Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Matthew Broderick's Broderickshaws. <laughs> the safest way to be on the road with Matthew Broderick. Not available in Ireland. And today's show is presented in part by Scott Bayo's Mayo. Put Charles in charge of your lunch. Charles in charge All right. of your lunch. So today for Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo. Do you really want to go to Lucy and see Lucy K? I don't want to. I'll see if I can get off. All I need to get off is Melit McCarthy and eight appendages. Melissa McCarthy and an animated gif of Ursula. Oh, man. More All like right. my poor unfortunate holes. So our first show, our first question. Because <laughs> you can tickle my prostrate from the inside. Prostrate is what you're doing right now, which is laying down. <laughs> I don't know why you're laying on my bed. There's only I like don't know why they call it Woodford Reserve. I don't feel very reserved right now, Vincent <laughs> Fody. <laughs> How much of that Woodford Reserve did you drink? Five fingers times two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first question comes from Austin in Clearwater, Florida. Austin wants to know, who invented the bifocals? Who is Benjamin Franklin? That's correct. Also, or Philadelphia ben native. Drink. All right, question number two. I'm question number two comes world. from Melissa in San Diego, California. Which Melissa? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Melissa. She wants to know, in 1989, what band released their first album, Bleach? What is Nirvana? Nirvana is correct. All right, and our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. This one's sent in from Rob in Haiku. Rob wants to know, the Cy Young Award is given out for what? Baseball. Not what sport, but... Oh, pitching? Pitching is correct. No way! Yeah, you got three no out of three. Way! Very good, Chuck. No ding, ding, ding. way! I thought the Cy Young Award was given out to emo kids. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that also means that that's the end of our show. It's the end of you, bro. I didn't do anything. I didn't talk about aliens. Well, you know what? There will be plenty of time on the Biscuits and Gravy Show in the future to talk about aliens. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Today's show is underwritten in part by John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. Today's show was brought to us by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning state's evidence. Thank you for turning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, wherever you get the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for tuning in to uh, BiscuitWars.com. From coast to coast, L.A. to Chicago, thank you so much for being part of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, a part of your day, a part of your life, part of your lifestyle. Vince Vody, I could not do the show without you and all our special listeners. Thank you, we Chuck. are up to 6,000 listeners on Spotify alone. Okay. We're creeping up, Vincent Vody. I don't think that's accurate. I think it's below. I think it's undercounting. I don't think that's a mail-in ballots, baby. Yeah. Did you know black people can't vote? Like 13% of them are. All right. Everybody, from me to you, aloha. Aloha. Get it.
want me to talk about felonies can't felon people that have crimes can't commit vote.